Hello and good evening. Today's date is August 27, 2020. And it is 7.34 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. I am once again walking in my favorite park, Redinger Park in San Francisco, California. And it's probably like 53 or 54 degrees. It's really nice. Um, it's like my type of weather. Very, very perfect. And I had recorded a small podcast earlier today. And I somehow I got like, it only recorded like one second of it. So it must have been like half an hour long. Um, and it only took one second of it. So um, it was more of a like, personal podcast this time. It wasn't so business related like my previous two have been. And so I'm just going to touch a little bit on it. Um, Obviously, I can't exactly remember all the parts of it. Um, It's just, uh, I've just been going through, (laughs) as we all have been, I think the only exception in my case might be that, you know, it's on top of like this whole pandemic, I'm dealing with individuals who are coming out of the woodwork, so to speak, and they're trying to, I don't want to say destroy my career per se, but they're definitely trying to tarnish my character. And I think it's because I have a lot of business ventures coming my way. And, you know, to each their own, I had an incident uh, with an individual who I had actually worked with some time ago, and she was telling um, a mutual friend of ours, which I guess that was her first mistake, um, I guess just some not so nice things about me, and when it came my way, uh, you know, I had the opportunity to meet her in person, and I you know, and I approached her and I brought it up and I was completely respectful about it, but at the same time quite unsure why she was saying those things because we had been actively talking on Snapchat every other week since the beginning of this year, practically since we met, and which was then 2019. And we would send each other memes back and forth through Snapchat. So I was under the impression that everything was cool between us and that we had a good friendship. Allegedly not. Allegedly there was one time where she feels that I may have been, um, or she or she mistook my assertiveness for attitude. And she kept it bottled in for months because she brought that up, something that happened months ago. And I told her, like, I was completely sympathetic and I apologize. Um, but I also told her, you cannot misconstrue my assertiveness for attitude. When I'm your friend, I'm your friend. When I'm your coworker, I'm your coworker, you know? And if there's something that needs to get done, you know, it's not that I'm asking rudely ever, but there are times where I have to be assertive and I do say no, and I do say yes, and I do say no, it needs to be this way. And I do congratulate, um, my coworkers, whenever they do exactly, you know, how I envision 
and which is usually always the case, you know, I'm always blown away because their work always exceeds what I envision. That said, you know, she decided to just, for some reason, like, bring it up now, and it just kind of, like, it was just bizarre. It was really strange. Like, I didn't expect it. There's no privacy here. Anyways, it was just, it's really not worth going into, like, in-depth, like, an in-depth discussion about it. But she's not the first one, either. I've had a couple of incidents prior to her. And then I found myself recently in an incident where I got caught in the middle of a very unfortunate event. And it really upset me. I feel like it was selfish on the individual who got me involved because I did not want to be involved and I shouldn't have been involved. And it involved a person that I really care deeply about, someone that I've known for about two years now. And um, it, it, it just goes to show, you know, people are so selfish now. I don't know if it's the quarantine, but I'm done condoning people's behavior. I think in the beginning, I was very sympathetic to the fact that, you know, people's stress levels are through the roof right now because of whatever reason, you know, whether it's quarantine, whether it's this whole Rona, you know, loss of job, loss of income. Like, I, I was very sympathetic and I excused a lot of disrespectful behavior towards me because of it. But now I'm done. Like, I'm tired of it. I'm not going to condone or find an excuse for people's rude behavior or their disgusting antics, you know, uh, trying to be used against me. Like, I'm done. I'm tired of it. And I'm not a, like, I'm not a punching bag for anyone, you know? And I have every right to defend myself or, and I have every right to cross-examine someone who is trying to attack my character. If they feel confident enough to express themselves to another individual, then they should feel just as confident enough to express it to my face. That's how you handle business, you know? I was raised in Texas. That's how my dad raised me. My dad always told me, mind your business, and if someone else makes your business their business, you know, don't, like, confront them about it. You have every right to confront them about it when people start making your life their business. If it matters to you, which in this case it does, because... You know, in the beginning, I let so much, I I let people say so many bad things about me, and I never, and I, like, and ironically, it always usually came from people who were closest to me at one point, like family members. Um, A lot of them still say say really nasty things about me, Um, and they're missing out right now, you know? They're missing out on the best parts of my life. Um, even my, you know, my biological mom included. She's she's in that mix of people miss, missing out because I got tired of her, of her games too. And, you know, my dad, like, one of, the, one of the things he always told me is never take anyone serious until they give you a reason to and keep taking them serious until they give you a reason not to. Same thing goes for trust. He used to always tell me, only trust someone once they've proven to you, you know, that they're trustworthy. And, you know, continue to trust them until they give you a reason to no longer trust them. 
uh, you know, he's always placed emphasis on how fickle people can be and why you should never put all your eggs in one basket or, you know, why you should never put all your trust in one person. Um, you know, he's always told me that different people play different roles in your life, but it's important to try and find the ones that are genuine. Um, your chances are you're probably never going to find, you know, like a lover, a best friend, you know, a confidant on and the same person. Chances are it's going to take, you know, two or three people to two or three different people, you know, not someone with like multiple personalities, but it's going to be like different people who are going to fulfill your different needs. And my dad's always been like a realist when, when it comes to people. And me always being very sweet, I've always been very nice ever since I was a kid. And it always got me into trouble. Even it, it got me into trouble as a kid because I let people take advantage of me. You know, like whenever like kids would pick on me and then I would tell my mom and then she would go and talk to the teachers and the teachers would ask me about it. I would deny it because... I was too worried that they were going to get in trouble. You know, like that, that was always me, like just a sweet kid, like minding my business. I never went out to fight with people. I've never been in a fight, a, a physical fight. Um, I've been in verbal altercations, but that's because, you know, I use my intelligence, like in a civil way, or I try to anyways. Um, but physical fight, no. Not me. Never gave my parents trouble as a kid. Always excelled in school. Um, you know, graduated with honors. I they never helped me with homework. I was that disciplined that even as a kid, I I would come home, and I knew that I had homework or I had a spelling test or I you know if I had spelling bee like practice after school, or you know if I had after school tutoring, like those were things that I did. I. I mean, I did skip a few times in high school classes, but it was, you know, I was never the kid going out drinking, smoking, partying, doing drugs, just doing stupid shit. My parents never got that weird phone call in the middle of the night from a police department that, you know, I was in juvenile detention or in jail. Like, I was always very, very responsible. And I think that's why my dad gave me so much freedom you know I was driving around by the time I was 16 I was driving alone by the time I was 16 and um because I proved to my dad like hey you can trust me I'm not you know I'm not doing bad shit and it's the truth I wasn't you know anytime my dad would call me no matter what I was doing I knew like my dad knew anytime he called me or text me that I that I was going to reply to him right then and there, um, and uh, you know, and I think people. Here's the thing, and I find it very upsetting, and you know, if anything, it, it reflects on the character of those attacking me, because I think that people take my assertiveness as attitude just because I'm usually very soft-spoken, I'm very feminine, always have been, I'm very more so passive. And so the moment that I do become assertive, it's, oh, Ryan's being an asshole, or Ryan's being a bitch, and it's like, no, no, no. But if I was, you know, just an ordinary hetero man, 
then I'd be just a man, right? Like I would be just assertive. So when a feminine boy does it, he's being a bitch, or he's being, or he has attitude. I'm not even gonna bring my sexuality involved in it, but I have a feeling that she had like an underlying, probably subconscious prejudice towards it, um, because she chose to say that I gave her attitude, and I was just like, okay. And even if I did, in fact, do that. One, I'm human. So, as many flaws as I have, you also have, just maybe in different ways. And two, I've already apologized. And and like, I think, and now it's too late. Now I don't want to have anything to do with her. You know, um, she's been blocked on all social media accounts, phone number included. Because this is someone that I knew. This is someone that I you know, confided in some some aspects of my life. And for her to carry resentment towards me during periods where I thought everything was okay because she's too big of a coward to tell me how she really feels about me, that's on her, that's not on me. I'm not going to dim my light to make anyone feel comfortable. If you're insecure around me or intimidated by me, that's on you. You have to go and figure that shit out. Excuse me. But you have to figure out why you feel, you know, like you need to keep your head down around me because I'm not a mean person. And, um, yeah, it's just crazy. It's been just such a stressful week with people, either people, you know, either people placing me in sticky situations or people trying to come after me. And, you know, I'm an adult, so I'm not afraid of people because I live by the philosophy when God says yes, no one can say no, and I believe that. So I'm not afraid of people. People don't scare me. People cannot break me. And if they think they can, they're foolish and they're delusional. Um, just going to cross the street, so I'm going to kind of, like, you know, just bear with me as I cross the street momentarily. Um, but anyways, as I was saying, yeah, like, um, I lost my train of thought a little bit, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to let people use my past examination against me. Um, not that I, again, not that I have a shameful past because I don't, I have one of the most square past possible, you know, went to school, studied hard, graduated with honors. I I mean, I never led a shameful life. I never led, led a life that when I look in the mirror, I'm disappointed in myself. I've never been disappointed in myself. In fact, I'm very hard on myself. I'm quite the opposite. I mean, I'm, that said, I'm also really sweet to myself and I'm patient with myself now, but that wasn't always the case. So, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm not going to be held hostage to my past and no one's going to ever try and use something that I said or did a second ago or 10 years ago against me because, you know, if you didn't speak up then and if you didn't use your voice then, it's like forever hold your peace. Honestly, honestly, because there are a few people in life that I've completely cut out of my life. Very, very few. Most, 
most connections that I've ever made, whether intimate or, or you know, business related, the, the communication's still open. People, people can still contact me. They either have my personal cell phone, my personal email. Um, we're all over the place on social media. And I look through all the social media accounts, even if I don't personally manage them, I still look through them. So people, or, you know, they can just DM, PM me, and then my team will give it to me. So there's no real reason why, you know, people can't reach out to me sooner or the very moment something happens that they feel that they've been disrespected or, you know, whatever the case is. And I'm not, and again, I'm not going to be held a hostage to my past. No one's going to ever use that against me. And if you do, I'm going to forever think of you as a coward and just never associate myself with you again, never work with you again. And I have to say, the few people in my life that I've completely, you know, ceased all communication with, the word has always gotten back to me that they're very, very remorseful and that they regret you know, doing or disrespecting me or hurting me. Um, and, that, and, and that's it, you know, that's it. I'm not going to constantly be giving, giving people chances anymore. I, I'm tired of that. That's gotten me no, nowhere in life except hurt again and again in the same ways, you know. Um, but yeah, it's been a very, very difficult past week um, and but I think I think the one thing that's really keeping me level-headed is my morning walks and my evening walks especially whenever I'm at the park I usually go off trail and I just walk among the trees like that's one of the things I really miss um, about Vashon Island when I lived there across from Seattle. I really loved just waking up. The mornings were always super cold, super crisp. And I would go for walks on the trails and sometimes I wouldn't see anyone. And if I would see people, it would be, it would be like one or two. Um, but I really miss it. it. I was alone and, and it was beautiful. You couldn't hear any cars. You couldn't you could only hear your breathing and, you know, the occasional crunch of a branch beneath your feet or pebbles. It was so nice. It was so, so beautiful. Um, sorry if I'm sniffling. I, I think my allergies are acting up. And then also, California's on fire right now. And here in San Francisco, there's like major fires, like pretty much surrounding us. Um, but thankfully, the fog, I think the name, they named the fog Earl or something like that. Um, that's what they, that's, I don't know, just a fun little name that they give to the fog. But I think the fog really helps clear out a lot of the pollutants um, from, from the fire. Because right now the air is great, but I'm just surrounded by, hmm, are these spruce trees? It's just different types of trees. Like I see oak trees i see spruce trees um 
I don't think any of them are fruit-bearing trees or even nut-bearing trees. Probably seed-bearing, but not nut-bearing. Anyways, um, yeah, so I think some of them have pollen, probably the oak ones. That's messing with my allergies right now. But, in, you know, tying this all together, it's just, don't ever be a punching bag for anyone. Um, family or not, like, and if anyone ever tries to use something against you, especially from your past, you know, like, they're cowards. That's a cowardly thing to do. Especially if they've been in communication with you to the point that they've made you feel that everything is okay. And oftentimes, that's what happens with people. I see, I'm a very straightforward person. I was born and raised in South Texas, Corpus Christi, Texas. My dad always raised me to be honest, straightforward. Um, you know, he, he's a very no-frills type of man, my dad. My dad, like, oh, that's gross. Sorry, I just saw, like, a pile of pieces. <laughs> San Francisco. Um, but anyways, yeah, like, my dad's a no-frills kind of guy, like, you cannot lie to him. It's it's in, it's just like you can't. Uh, and that's how he raised me. He said, you know, communication's important. Never lie. Be honest. And even if someone's lying to you with time, you'll like you'll know them, and and you'll be able to tell. Like you'll become good at knowing people, especially if they're dishonest. If you're just an honest person. You know, like it doesn't, it can't hurt you being honest. It can only uh, benefit you. And so I met a lot of people and this one Russian guy that I was dating and briefly living with on Dashan Island. And if you're listening to this, you know, yes, we did date despite whatever it is that you've been saying to people. Um, I don't know many heterosexual men who would live with an openly gay man um although i do have always felt that i'm trans but that's a whole other story for another podcast um but yeah i i he was very sneaky and i would always have to ask him questions kind of like interrogate him and he would get mad and very defensive and i would tell him well perhaps if you weren't so sneaky and how you go about in life you wouldn't people wouldn't need to ask you questions like I remember one time and it was really this was really really messed up but we were living together in a cabin on Vashon Island I decided that you know I was like I don't want to be in the company of a coward I don't want to be in the company of a liar and I'm finding those two characteristics in one person that and for me, that 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 was enough for me to leave. So I ended up, we moved into the cabin May 1st, and I ended up leaving May 28th, even before the month was up, I was gone. Uh, but we had rented the cabin for two months until August 1st. Well, when I had told him that I was going to be leaving, he was cool about it, whatever. Um, you know, that pretty much signified that we w would be going our separate ways earlier than what probably any of us thought. But one night we had went for a walk on the beach and I had told him that night that I changed my mind and that, and that I would be staying because I did in fact change my mind. 